Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about LinkedIn, how you can grow uh, on LinkedIn, how you can get uh, sales, traffic, engagement, and everything. You know, I'm so excited to discuss this topic with my uh, new guest because, you know, I found, by the way, you are uh, on LinkedIn, you know, and yeah, you specialize on this direction. So, uh, Viviana Muniz, how are you? Thank you, first of all, for having me here. I really appreciate it. I see you all the time online. So, you put up some really good content. Thank you. And your YouTube video is awesome, by the way. So, uh, let me just share with you guys a little bit about my background. So, I had started my uh, entrepreneurship journey as a career branding strategist about uh, 10 years ago. Um, and I was helping people build their resumes. I was helping people build their LinkedIn profiles online. And I did this through research, um, understanding the applicant tracking system, uh, something that you know, you're familiar with, with it, which is keyword optimization uh, and implementation. So I started with that, and in 2019, I started using business more, uh, LinkedIn more for business. So I started helping people more using the LinkedIn platform for their services online. And I, since then, moved away from career branding, and now I just focus on helping people like coaches and entrepreneurs and helping them scale their, their business and sell their coaching programs. So that's kind of what I do now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Tell me why LinkedIn? Why not Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest? Why LinkedIn? So LinkedIn is for me as a creator it's really good because it has a lot of opportunities there one i feel like the uh audience is a much mature audience so they are more um they are more willing to comment and engage on meaningful content and another thing is linkedin also offers different types of tools that you can use to continue showing your creative side like downloadable documents uh, creating articles and newsletters carousels videos i feel like instagram and facebook lack a lot of those resources because they're going more video based but the reality is that there are so many different types of learners you have your visual learners you have your auditorial learners uh, not everyone is going to be accessible to videos so linkedin is a great platform for for creators that want to showcase not just content, but also documents, newsletters, and things like that, that they can go beyond the LinkedIn platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great, great. Uh, and uh, you mentioned that LinkedIn has some better features than uh, other platforms. Uh, it's the reason, uh, I think that, you know, for example, uh, I think most users, um, 
you know they uh, they post content on Facebook and Instagram and uh, that's why engagement rate is low but on LinkedIn uh, we have no this issues because uh, probably many people still think that LinkedIn it's the place to find a job you know uh, or to get spam messages because we we get a lot of them uh, and for me you know uh, I don't know why but I, I think today LinkedIn is much better because uh, many people ignore posting content what do you think about that yeah so for for me LinkedIn um, is a better place as far as content marketing is concerned um, Facebook they push more towards Facebook ads for reach. And so does Instagram. Um, and, uh, and LinkedIn, you can still go viral organically, which is really nice. So you have a lot of opportunity there for LinkedIn. And statistics shows too that uh, the majority of the LinkedIn community, they have a salary of 75,000 plus a year. So that means that they're able to invest in your services. They're able to invest in your products. You know, a lot of people think that, like you stated, that LinkedIn is just um, a career branding platform, but that is no longer the case. LinkedIn is no longer your online resume. It is an expectation of your brand, of your personality and who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, valuable. Okay, uh, tell where to start. For example, if you start from scratch, have no followers, uh, connections, anything, you know, any content, but you want to uh, get uh, some insights from LinkedIn, uh, I don't know, to create brand awareness or sales uh, to sell products. Uh, where to start? What to do first, second, and your checklist? So if you want to start branding yourself on the platform, uh, on LinkedIn platform, it's just like any other platform. If you want to start even on Instagram or Facebook and you want to start your brand, it's, um, it's important to understand your goals. Like what is your goals for this platform? Are you looking for a career? Are you looking for a corp, uh, some type of partnership, some type of collaboration? Or are you looking to sell a product or service? So once you solidify what your message is going to be, then the next thing that should happen is planning. It's so important to plan ahead on how you're going to be able to stay committed to the platform, because if you're not committed, you're not consistent, you don't plan, then you confuse, uh, things don't work out the way that you want them to, you get unmotivated. So it's really, really important to um, once you solidify your goal, have a plan in action. Write it down. What do you want to? What do you want the outcome to be? So let's say um, I'll give myself an example, right? Let's say you're selling services online, or maybe coaching services, or self-help, whatever the case is. So if you're looking to do that, once you solidify uh, your your brand and you already made a commitment that this is what you're going to do for the next whatever XYZ at this time, the same time, then you want to optimize your profile, meaning have a 100% complete profile. And a lot of things that I see people do is uh, their profiles are not complete. Their abouts are incomplete, their headlines, they don't have a proper banner, you know, their experiences are very choppy. So you want to make sure that you are 
profile is 100% complete. So then this way, when you start reaching out to your ideal audience, then they're going to be able to see your profile and they're going to be able to say, oh, wow, like this person has a really nice profile. You know, I really want to connect with with this person, you know, because it seems like they know what they're talking about. So once your profile is optimized and you have your plan in place, it's always good to content strategize, right? So as far as like content strategy, that's essentially how you're going to connect with your audience, whether you're doing video, whether you do it in writing, whether you do it in newsletters or documents, you still need to continue um, being a representation of your brand. You know, you just can't just have a profile there and just say, okay, hopefully somebody reaches out to me because it's not going to happen, right? So once you have a content strategy in place and you start creating content and and committing to posting on a daily basis, then you're pretty much halfway done. Now, at that point, you can start understanding what type of uh, people are resonating with your content, with your posts, what needs to change, what you need to um, do more of. And you want to you want to follow those metrics and you want to see which ones perform better. And that's another thing that a lot of people don't do. They don't monitor their content. So if you don't monitor your content, then how do you know where your audience uh, gravitates to, you know? And I always say that the best content out there, because sometimes people don't know what to write, the best content out there is the content that comes from your heart, that comes from inside of you. Like whatever it is that you're feeling emotionally, whatever, share it. Obviously, don't go crazy sharing. Nobody wants to know what type of prescriptions you're taking. Don't go overboard, you know, share your passions, share your goals and, you know, kind of like start there. By the way, that was from North Korea, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, they told me uh, they have no internet, but uh, yeah, they love <laughs> such insight. <laughs> okay, Let, let's get back to optimizing profiles. You know, uh, when I open profiles, I often see when people share how they are great, you know. They don't care about others. They don't care. You know, they can share, uh, I'm an expert guru or something like this. But when I open profiles from, I don't know, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, many others, I don't see their experts. They share uh, something more simple, you know, their speakers. And so. Can you tell how to optimize profile? Where we need to pay more attention? What kind of words we need to use and uh, to share that we can help others, support them and something like this? Yeah, that's a great question. So the best way to optimize your profile is to have the goal in place of who you want to connect with and what you want to be known for. So if you want to be known for, let's say, as a career coach, then you want to make sure that you sprinkle career coach around your profile. So this way you appear in more searches. However, like you stated, you don't want to just bang people on the head like, yeah, I'm a coach and I can help you like, OK, they can see that already. So, you know, like you stated, like Gary Vee, you know, all those other influencers, Tony Robbins, they talk about things that are uh, that are important to them, that are valuable, you know. So and hence it ends up becoming a value to other people. 
you know, and then that essentially attracts people to you because they don't feel like they're being sold, especially in this day and age where we are living in a, a very digital world. People are doing a lot more research. They are looking at your profiles. They are Googling you. They are trying to discover your past, your present, your future. So they are doing, before they're going to give you a few thousand bucks, they're going to make sure that they know who they're dealing with. So in terms of optimizing, make sure that, you know, your headline is complete and it's, it states what kind of coach you are. And as far as like your about section, what you want to focus on with that is you want to focus on basically uh, letting people know how, who you help, how you help them and what is your promise? What are you going to move them from one place to another? And a lot of that too, what you want to do is you want to do some keyword research, right? What do people really search for, you know? Um, and that's the kind of it's the same thing with like website building or whatever. It exists in profiles as well. So um, I use Jaxi, but they have a lot of other platforms that you can do research, keyword research. Um, a lot of them are free, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to take your time and this is what a lot of people lack that they're just in a rush they're like okay I, it has to look great you know no take your time write down a few things that you want to be known for write down who you're helping write down what their pain points are and create content surrounding that and you know resonate with them resonate with your people that is really what's going to help you with optimizing your profile yeah valuable love it okay uh let's talk about uh selling uh how to sell on linkedin uh do we need to reach out to others uh or uh we need to post content your insights about that which way is better to sell today the best way to sell is through content and that is through pure story storytelling now in the LinkedIn platform, you have an option to create a business page. So if you're a creator and you have your personal profile, then that should be your outlet for your business page. And then once you create your business page, you could talk about everything you want from your business, like from the process, from whatever, you know, the, the content. Now you could really heavy talk about what your business is about. But you want to be able to give people the option to want to follow those type of content. You don't want to just put your so much sales information on your personal page that you're going to start seeing people unfollow you because that's not what they want to see. People, most of the time, they go on the internet because they want to feel inspired, because they want to feel motivated. They don't go on the internet because they want to buy. So they're not going to turn on the computer or the, their cell phone and say, today I'm going to spend $5,000 on a coach. That's not what they're doing, you know? But they know that they need it, right? Subconsciously, they may need a certain product or they've been looking for a certain um, service, you know. So you have to meet people where they're at in their buyer's journey because um, you have, you know, your cold, your warm, and your hot leads. So you meet them where they're at and all of that, like selling tools, you want to convert them over and you want them to want you. You want them to say, I want to work with you. I want to, I want to learn more about your product, you know, and you 
that's the type of mentality that you want to have. You don't want to have that mentality like, oh my God, I have to make money today. Or, oh my God, I have to make a sale. Or, oh my God, I should sell to this person. Because it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to come out genuine. It's going to come out from a scarcity mindset. And people can feel energy, even if it's from the internet. Yeah, so, 100%. 100%. I agree with that. Because, you know, customers want to get value first. You know, if they don't know you, uh, why they need to buy from you? Yeah, it's better to share value, to help them. Uh, and uh, more help, uh, higher the chance that you can get sales from them. Okay, yeah. let's talk about uh, creating content, your insights. For example, um, no, I, I, I often uh, read uh, some best practices online that video content brings uh, more results uh, or live streams. But, you know, um, I see if uh, you are not good with creating video content, you're probably a good writer or uh, vice versa. You need to pay attention to your strong sides than uh, <laughs> trying to uh, to take some uh, average data. Your insights about that. Uh, what kind of content to create and how to find it? So the best content that you want to create is you definitely want to cater to your ideal audience. That is for sure, right? So if your audience prefers written content, then you want to provide more of that. However, you still want to have a variation. You want to have a variation of videos. You want to have a variation of carousels, of uh, newsletters, of articles, of downloadable, downloadable documents, because we have to understand that everyone digests information differently. You know, so like I, I like to write things. That's how I memorize things. But some people, um, they prefer to watch video. And also you want to cater to people that have disabilities. Not everyone can see, not everyone can hear, you know, so you want to be able to cater to those people. And if you are, let's say, just starting to put yourself out there in video and you're not confident in doing that, what I recommend is recycling the content that you have already written into a video form. Do something like 15 seconds. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Once you do something like 15 seconds, let's say you're talking about um, like yesterday, I wrote, I, I wrote about banners, LinkedIn banners, and I did a, let's say you want to piggyback on that piece of content. You could create a 15 second video, say, Hey guys, I wrote about banners and why it's so important. I think you guys should check it out. You know, this is my banner. You should, you know, take a look at it. You know, it, it adds value because it's a representation of who you are and people get to know you and, and start developing that no like, and trust factor. Boom, 15 seconds. That's it. That's it. And you put it out there to the world and you put your content out there. And every, like I said, everything comes when you are creating content and you want it to come from your heart, right? But at the same time, you also want to put content out there of what you offer, right? And what I do is I recommend doing that no more than twice a week. So let's say if you are an SEO specialist and you want to get people into your program or whatever, you tie into that, into your storytelling, you know, oh, I met this lady, you know, we talked about SEO and I think this is great. You know, you tie it into a storytelling where people could say, oh, okay, this is what this person does, you know, instead of saying, hey guys, why don't you check this out or sign up today or, you know, because people don't respond to that anymore. So you want to be able to, like you said, have, build that know, like, and trust factor. 
Yeah, what it. Okay, uh, can you tell how to listen to your heart? You know, for example, uh, I know that you need to be passionate about that. Uh, you know, for example, uh, I often see when someone posts content, uh, commercial content, uh, without any intent, uh, without any intent to help others. They just think how to sell their products. But how to create content with your heart? So when people, well, when people do that, because I have seen that before too, you know, you're putting out content and it's not really resonating with people. So the reality is that people are not going to see it. They're not going to see it because one, it's not going to activate the algorithm because people are not going to want to, um, people are not going to be responsive to that. So when you create a post, even if it's whatever type of platform that you put out there, um, when you create a post, the first uh, 30 minutes is crucial for your content to be pushed out even further, right? Mm -hmm. So in order for that to be pushed out further, people are going to want to, they're going to have to want to engage on it, you know? So they're only going to engage if it resonates with them. If you're throwing out some commercial and some, you know, other things that doesn't align with what your, the values of your audience is, the likelihood of that piece of content going out any further is unlikely. So it's like you're, you're, and that's another thing. A lot of, a lot of coaches or people in general, they create all this amazing content, right? Maybe they don't know how to structure or whatever, but they don't do the engagement part and it doesn't get seen by people. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I think uh, the best way is to be yourself. You know, for example, when someone uh, tries to copy the best practices uh, to recreate the same content that people might have seen before, you know, yeah, it doesn't work. It's better to be yourself. And yeah, like you mentioned about storytelling, just to create your story combined with experience and yeah, go ahead with that. Uh, can you tell more about consistency? Uh, how do you understand this word? And uh, what kind of consistency we need to use today to achieve results? Yes, I will be happy to answer that. Um, so the consistency, what you want to do is you want to commit to a time that you can do every day. That's mm -hmm. like, you know, a routine. Create a new routine for yourself. Like if you eat every day at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, do the same thing with your with your engagement, with your content, post every day at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, just be consistent. And when you are uh, consistent in the platform or when you go into the platform, make sure that you're very intentional about it. And what I have experienced is a lot of people, they go into these social media platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, and then you start scrolling and now you start, you, you get disengaged, you're not focused, you're, you know, just liking, commenting or whatever. Be intentional on your approach. Be intentional on who you're trying to connect with. Be intentional on your content, on how when you post, and be intentional when you exit. It doesn't have to be rocket science. You can literally, you know, grow your following just by implementing 30 minutes a day. But make sure that they're not like inconsistent, like Monday, some Fridays, some, you know, Saturdays. Make sure they're every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you don't want to post Sunday, whatever, or if you want to just post Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, make sure it's the same time, same day, all time. Yeah, I, nice, nice advice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I love think, it. I think Pascal asked a question. Should we answer it? 
Yeah, sure, of course. Go ahead. Okay, Pascal, hi. So, okay, LinkedIn is a little different as far as like paid advertisements is a concern. What what I use heavily is Sales Navigator. Uh, Sales Navigator is almost like a separate LinkedIn account where it allows you to filter out um, who you want to connect with and who you don't want to connect with. Now, I personally don't use a advertisements on LinkedIn. Everything that I do is organically. However, if you choose to do advertisements, um, just make sure and be aware of who you're targeting, who your target market is. Otherwise, you're going to lose money. Um, and also know that you may lose money in the first few months because, you know, it's cycling out, you know, you're trying to get leads, you're trying to get this. So it's almost like a learning curve. And I know that the minimum um, at least from what I remember, the minimum for paid ads on LinkedIn is $50. I think Facebook is like $5. So they're not cheap. They're expensive. So, you know, just make sure that if you do go that route, that A, you're consistent with getting um, strategy calls. Because that just means that you are, uh, you know exactly who you're targeting and they're coming to you. And B, just be prepared for, you know, some losses before you get a, a profit and a return on investment. Yeah, I agree with that. You need to have strong budget, you know. Or it's better to start organically, you know. <laughs> it's completely free. Just your time and, uh, yeah, time and uh, resources like, uh, I don't know, uh probably from your team members yeah because uh, i often ask them please help me to reply to the comments that i have by the way uh, what do you think about uh, uh engaging with uh, others uh, how to engage with others for example uh some content creators um, create awesome content valuable content but nobody cares linkedin algorithms don't share this content what to do how to engage with others uh, to ask them i don't know or uh to invite them to engage with your content so what ends up happening is once you start commenting on people's comments on people's posts um you'll start seeing that you're gonna start a community right so like for instance i'll give you an example let's say um let's say i don't follow you but you follow me right and then you're always commenting on my content so i'm gonna look at that and i'm gonna automatically go to your page and I'm going to automatically return the favor. So you start seeing people on a daily basis on who's there uh, all the time and who's not. And as far as like engaging with their content, you want to engage with people that, um, that you know that you predominantly, let's say if you're growing your LinkedIn profile, let's take a step back. So if you're growing your LinkedIn profile, then I will create a, a list of influencers so then this way, if you engage on their content, now you're being seen by like hundreds of people because they're engaging in that same piece of content. Now you want to engage in your community, then you want to make sure that you support the post that, you know, obviously resonates with what you do, you know, um, and you support their posts, they're going to end up, you're going to end up continuing seeing their posts and you want to entice them to, you know, maybe connect with you or maybe collaborate if it makes sense because not all collaborations make sense. So you want to just be very, um, as I said before, very intentional um, on what you're doing. So it just depends on where you're at, what phase you're at in your LinkedIn journey. So um, 
like two examples, right? If you are just growing your network, then yes, you want to try to comment as many as you can because remember, your comments, at least this is how LinkedIn works, your comments and your likes appears on someone else's uh, friends list. So not just your first connection, but it'll appear on their second and third connection. So it'll just help you extend that reach even further. Now, let's say you have a large following, right? And you want to just now tighten that um, bond with the people that you want to connect with. Ideally, then you want to start filtering out maybe the content that doesn't resonate with you or the content that doesn't feel right or whatever the case is. And you start kind of building your own community from there. It makes sense. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it makes sense. And, um, I, I just want to add, uh, from my strategy, you know, uh, for example, I usually, uh, comment on related posts, uh, that uh, were published uh, a few hours ago or uh, a few minutes ago, not longer. Uh, I, I don't know from my experience if you comment on posts that were published uh, a long ago, you know, uh, a few days ago or something like this, uh, it's hard to get um, attention back because uh, uh, most content creators know about time where their audience is active online. That means they post uh, for their audience. So if you post immediately after post, it will be the best time. But it's hard to <laughs> to catch this time. Uh, so uh, it's better to check out, uh, for example, if you use hashtags or uh, just uh, feed, uh, analyze uh, how long this post uh, is online. And uh, yeah, just share your uh, thoughts and don't post something like this. Um, thank you. Great post. It doesn't work just provide additional value more value uh, more chances that people will uh, open your profile and follow you because they want to get more value <laughs> you know yeah it's like to provide the feeling uh, guilt you know um, for example if you help others others uh, wanna help you uh, as you mentioned if you comment on other posts they will comment on your post um, yeah it works like this you know online today Okay, uh, let's uh, talk about uh, the length of post. Your insights about that. Do we need to write a long post, short post, medium, or how to find the balance between them? So I I would say your post length should should be determined on what type of uh, what type of um, what are you trying to communicate with your audience. You know, if it's short and impactful then that's great. If you need it to be a lengthy post, then do it, do it. Um, now it is, it is favored within the LinkedIn algorithm as far as like dwelling time that people dwell in that piece of content. Um, then your post get pushed out further. However, there is something called um, a one-liner or a two-liner where you can incorporate like maybe a quote or something like that, or thank you guys, have a beautiful Sunday. And that resonates with people because it's something short, it's something simple, and they can just reply right back to you. Now your post is going out further because people are engaging in that content. So I would say it, the length is totally going to depend on the type of message that you're trying to convey. Do not be afraid to write something long if you feel like it needs to be long. Now, if it needs to be like newsletter type of content, then make sure that you put it on that appropriate space, you know. But if you're going to write something more than maybe like 
400 characters, then I would probably just do like a newsletter, you know, or mm-hmm. four five hundred, something like that. But I was I would always try to keep it with like no more than that. 250 is usually the sweet spot because people have really short attention spans because of the whole, you know, everything is distracting to us. Notifications, the door, the cats, the dogs, like any little thing distracts people. So um, you want to be able to grab people's attention just like immediately by the topic and you want to be able to um, have them read your whole piece of content. Yeah, yeah, got it. Uh, you know, um, I remember when I spoke with one email marketing expert and uh, he told me um, that uh, uh, he gets much higher results with long emails, so long. Because it doesn't mean that uh, everyone needs to write such emails but he found the way how to do it so uh i i like this example because uh if you can get insights uh, with long uh, content just do it you know it's up to you stand out from the rest uh on the average of course uh, medium and short uh posts uh, get much higher results but um if you uh, can write some engagement posts, interesting, uh, why not if you can uh, keep attention uh, the entire post? Why? Just test it, check out. And I love testing. Sometimes, yeah, I can get uh, high results with long posts, but in most cases, yeah, it's medium and short ones. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, okay uh, let's talk about uh, creating video content. Your insights about that. Uh, do we need to film long videos, short videos, uh, medium one? Uh, because uh, um, I found a few influencers that uh, they get uh, high engagement with videos around five minutes. Uh, others uh, usually post uh, 30 uh, seconds, something like this. And uh, yeah, how to find this balance? So, you know, the reality is that when you post a video up, uh, probably like 50% of people already dropped off in the first like 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, the video uh, should be same thing with your content, very engaging. And what you want to do is you want to talk about what you're going to say in the video right at the beginning, what people are going to get out of that video. Now, if people are not interested in what you have to hear, or maybe it doesn't resonate with them, then yeah, of course, it makes sense that they will fall off. You know, I think it's a, it's a very low percentage rate of people that actually listen to the whole video. It's usually like on a 10%, you know, basis. But if you have, let's say 200 people, uh, watch your video and only let's say 10 of them ended up following through the whole video, that's still not bad of a statistic. You know, again, it just depends on the type of message that you're trying to convey. If you are creating a lengthy video, a how-to video, then you definitely want to put it in an appropriate spot that people can have the time to save and consume when they are, you know, readily and available. But yeah, I would totally agree. I would say five minutes is a sweet spot. Typically, my videos are like three minutes. That's kind of like my, um, that's kind of like my time caps. Uh, and you know, just even even for myself, I'm still working on um, 
creating great video content. But what really resonates with people is what you're going to say at the very beginning. Because I know, and th I did this mistake too when I first started videos. Like, hey guys, how are you? I just came on here to, you know, well, it's so beautiful outside. Nobody cares. Like, you know, okay, that's nice. But, you know, if you come on here like, hey, I'm going to give you three tips on what you need to do to improve your profile, blah, blah, blah. And then now people are going to be like, I want to learn. I want to know what that is. Now they're going to listen to you. Now they're going to stay until, you know, the end. Now you could do your little intro. So remember, you know, if you need this, that, that, stay until the end. And you want to entice them. Say, if you stay to the end, I have a bonus for you. Boom. Mm -hmm. And they stay to the end. And you give them your, their bonus. Yeah. So it's a strategy. Uh, you know, uh, I all, often get the question about ideas, how to find ideas uh, for posting content. For example, uh, in my experience, I usually have no time to share all my ideas that I have because, yeah, only two hands, many other priorities. I need to pay attention uh, to handle my business. Uh, can you tell uh, how to find ideas? For example, if you don't know what to post, uh, I know we can use keyword research uh, or any other ways how to do it. So what I, what I typically do that has worked out is... Um, I usually once a week, I write content. I'm not a big batching content person, but I will at least write content for maybe two days or three days if it's related to like maybe something in the business or an event that I'm planning. So you want to maybe plan, you want to essentially plan out your content for the week or at least what type of content you're going to write right? Because you can do polls, you can do carousels, again, you can do videos. So uh, so what I do is, let's say if you have absolutely nothing written down, because we all get writer's block, right? There's times that we have nothing to say, we have nothing to write. There's been times that I've been sitting here on in my desk, and I would just look at the paper and write for like an hour, and still, it wasn't resonating with me, you know? So at that point, what I do is I share a quote. And I share a photo of myself and I say, hey, guys, this is my favorite quote. I like, like, you know, I like following this quote or, you know, tell me and you want to ask them a question like, what is your favorite quote? Please share with me. And you'd be surprised. People, something, a two-liner, one-liner, perfect quote. This is my favorite quote. This is my favorite quote. But the best way to really prioritize your content is to have a content strategy in place. So Monday, maybe you want to do storytelling. Tuesday, maybe you want to do a poll. Maybe Wednesday, you'll do, um, uh, you'll do um, a video. Thursday, you'll do another storytelling. Friday, you do storytelling because those are the ones that do really well. And then Saturday and Sunday, maybe you could post like an event that you saw or something like that. So, you know, at least having an idea of what you want to post will help you generate ideas. And if you're really that stuck, then what you can do is take, um, take, a, take a step back and just write, just journal. Let the brain flow with ideas yeah yeah valuable yeah love it okay uh my last question about predictions what do you think uh what kind of future will be on linkedin um, um yeah uh, we, uh, about engagement especially because for example uh, uh facebook uh, uh in uh, if i remember correctly 2016 um 
uh, changed algorithms and uh, many businesses lost engagement rate. And probably today, uh, according to some studies, only 3% of engagement rate uh, for brands on Facebook. What about LinkedIn? Do you think LinkedIn will do the same uh, or uh, we will have the shiny future and how to consider uh, that something can change on LinkedIn? So uh, LinkedIn, just like any other social media platform, they're trying to keep up with the trends, right? They want people to be on the platform. They want people to be engaged. They want people to, you know, um, grow their the network. So uh, LinkedIn is going to be, if not, if they have not already done so, they're going to be pushing more video content than anything. Uh, video content is really... Um, is really effective because it gets to it allows the other person on the other side to get to know you it humanizes you and it shows your personality you know so uh same thing with like instagram and facebook where um instagram i believe their reels are very popular or very pushed and uh video is pushed within facebook so these types of uh, outreach they are fluctuating and they're always going to fluctuate but right now from the way that it's looking it, it it's going to be more video content that's going to be more favored than anything and i know that um i can say this that a lot of people are not comfortable with video content and i completely understand because that was me at some point so i would just say practice 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 no matter how you know bad you may think you are i promise you that practice makes perfect so yeah you know you don't hide it my secret <laughs> uh, i actually <laughs> really you know uh, i remember when i started to film my first video uh and uh, yeah uh you know i had the feeling it's better to uh, break my leg than film this video you know yeah but uh, uh after practicing uh filming many times i love it you know right now i don't know how i can uh, go ahead without filming new videos and yeah if you have the long plan strategy you need to do it because uh, new generation uh, gen z millennium uh, yeah they prefer uh, consuming video content uh, thanks a lot for all your insights it's a big pleasure to learn from you yeah you share a lot of value with us uh tell our audience how they can reach out to you learn more about you follow you yeah absolutely thank you so thank you guys for having me here you know um you can reach me out directly if you like to connect with me on linkedin that's where i'm at pretty much most of the time under viviana muñoz uh and then my um extension for that is technical writer because i did technical writing too back then um you can also email me if you like at mycoachviviana.gmail.com or you can follow my brand on facebook my signature brand is the writing master that's my signature brand so you can follow me there okay okay guys uh you can find all these links in the description below listen us on google apple spotify thanks a lot for your time it's a big pleasure to have you on my show thank you thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it thanks for listening to this entire podcast Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. 
Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.